Chapter 6 Who's Who When the Bitcoin community was previously united, numerous personalities emerged in positions of leadership that propelled the currency forward. The civil war and subsequent split led to many of them having to pick a side, essentially dividing the community into two increasingly hostile camps. Roger Ver is probably one of the most polarizing people in the ecosystem. A lifelong libertarian, he was first attracted to the anti-state qualities of Bitcoin that held the promise of defunding the sovereign nation-sponsored war machine that had caused so much suffering throughout history. Popularly nicknamed Bitcoin Jesus, he was the first venture capital investor in a number of well-known Bitcoin-focused firms like Blockchain.info. He has also been heavily involved in promoting e-commerce in the Bitcoin space, which was a major reason for him falling into the big block camp as Bitcoin transaction fees increased dramatically in 2017. He originally supported the Segwit2x fork and put all his support behind Bitcoin Cash when Segwit2x collapsed in November 2017. His passionate support of Bitcoin Cash has made him the most vilified target of the Lightning Network supporters who haven't pulled any punches, accusing him of manipulating public opinion by employing sock puppets, people paid to spout supportive opinions on social media and spamming the Bitcoin network in an attempt to clog it with transactions in order to push users behind the Bitcoin Cash cause. He maintains that the Bitcoin Cash fork is the true Bitcoin, a point he drove home when he relabeled Bitcoin as Bitcoin Core, BTC, and Bitcoin Cash as Bitcoin BCH on the Bitcoin.com website that he controls. While there is some truth to his arguments, given that at the time Bitcoin Cash did more closely resemble the Bitcoin concept as described in Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper in contrast to the Lightning Network, the majority of the community viewed it as disingenuous and deceptive conduct. The Twitter sphere exploded as a result, and he relented, eventually reverting both currencies to their original labels. Roger also has a colourful past as a libertarian. He tried to enter politics in 2000 when he ran as a Libertarian Party candidate for the California State Assembly. Then, in 2002, he was arrested for dealing in explosives without a license. On eBay, he'd been selling Pest Control Report 2000, an agricultural firecracker designed to control bird infestations that was subsequently banned as it could cause serious injury or death. He eventually served a 10-month sentence in a federal prison for this crime. In 2014, he decided to give up his US citizenship and became a citizen of St. Kitts and Nevis in the Caribbean. Another extremely polarizing personality in the big block camp is Dr. Craig Wright, an Australian cryptographer and businessman. Craig Wright came out of the shadows in early December 2015 when a Gawker article outed him as possibly being the real identity behind Satoshi Nakamoto, the pseudonym of the inventor of Bitcoin. He subsequently promised to provide unassailable proof and allegedly signed transactions on two early Bitcoin wallets containing mining rewards for Block 1 and Block 9 in front of John Matonis, a founder of the Bitcoin Foundation, Gavin Andreessen, the earliest Bitcoin developer, and a journalist from The Economist. However, the transactions weren't broadcast on the network. Craig stated that he no longer had the courage to come out publicly after his home was raided by Australian taxation officials, 
his family was pursued by the media and he feared he would be held accountable for terrorist financing if he definitively proved that he was actually Satoshi Nakamoto. Understandably, this led to doubts about the authenticity of Wright's claims and critics voiced counterclaims that it was instead an elaborate hoax with Craig fooling John and Gavin into believing that he was actually signing the transactions. Thus, many detractors now refer to him as Fake Toshi, a play on Satoshi. Some participants in the cryptocurrency space feel that Craig is arrogant and quite abrasive, a character trait that has not endeared him to the community. He initially came out in support of Bitcoin Cash, but he soon switched to Bitcoin SV, claiming that it was the only real Bitcoin and that it will eventually triumph by scaling on-chain and overtaking all competing coins, Bitcoin included. To cement his claim to being the identity behind Satoshi Nakamoto, in May 2019, under his own name, he registered the copyright for the term Bitcoin, the Bitcoin white paper, and the original Bitcoin code at the US Copyright Office. While it is an offence to fraudulently claim copyright to something you did not create, his claim to be Satoshi is likely to be tested in court in the future as Craig seeks to use the legal system to shut down any competing coins that use either the Bitcoin code or the term Bitcoin. What ramifications this has in the industry are yet to be seen, especially given Bitcoin's until now open source nature. Also supporting large box sizes is Jihan Wu, a controversial Chinese entrepreneur who runs Bitmain, one of the largest companies in the cryptocurrency industry globally. Bitmain was originally launched to design ASIC chips for Bitcoin mining, but also runs one of the largest Bitcoin mining pools, Antpool. Additionally, it now markets the specialist ASIC miners that have the largest mining share for SHA-256 coins. He was a private equity fund manager before he discovered Bitcoin and was also the first person to translate Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper on Bitcoin into Chinese. As a big block proponent, he championed the Bitcoin Unlimited project that sought to completely remove the block size limit, leaving it flexible and dynamically determined by minor consensus. He subsequently pushed hard for the fork that would eventually become Bitcoin Cash and has been a loyal supporter of Bitcoin Cash ever since. As a result, he has been constantly vilified by the Bitcoin core supporters who publicize various conspiracy theories about his intentions and actions to sabotage the BTC Bitcoin network. Gavin Andresen is a well-respected developer and was tasked by Satoshi Nakamoto with developing the Bitcoin client software, Bitcoin Core, when Satoshi left the project. He also helped establish the Bitcoin Foundation, the first industry organization in the space. He was a vocal supporter of increasing the block size, however his last commit to the software was in January 2016 and his access to the GitHub source code, the repository for Bitcoin Core code, was revoked in May 2016. While he has never blatantly outed himself as a Bitcoin Cash supporter, his tweets reveal that he certainly has a bias towards the big block evolution of the Bitcoin software. Jeff Garzik is another developer who's frequently found himself in the firing line, most prominently as the lead developer of the Segwit2x fork that never happened. He came up with the first Bitcoin client software version that had an allowance for big blocks, although it was never widely adopted. 
Mike Hearn, another Bitcoin Core contributor, is also a controversial figure, most notably for his rage quit of Bitcoin Core in January 2016 when he famously claimed that Bitcoin was a failed experiment because of the inability of Bitcoin Core to make the necessary changes, read big blocks, to make it work. He stated that he had sold all his Bitcoin holdings as a result. At the time, his announcement caused a significant drop in the price of Bitcoin, which didn't bode too well for the community of Bitcoin hodlers who still believed the promise of the currency. Holding the middle ground is Andreas Antonopoulos, a longtime Bitcoin evangelist who has kept largely mum on the issue of scaling and not taken a public position. He has written several books on the subject and has an informative educational resource on YouTube. He does recognize the limitations of on-chain scaling and has publicly discussed the issues confronting developers who want to scale on-chain. During the 2017 bubble, Roger Ver publicly criticized Andreas for not believing in Bitcoin enough to hold significant quantities of it from the days when he first got involved. The community rallied around Andreas and he received significant anonymous donations shortly after. Charlie Schrem is a well-known member of the Bitcoin community, having set up Bitcoin businesses very early on. One business, BitInstant, was an early success, helping customers purchase and use Bitcoin to make purchases at over 700,000 locations. By 2013, the company was processing over 30% of all Bitcoin transactions. He was also an early casualty as he got on the wrong side of the law, was arrested at JFK Airport and charged with conspiring to launder $1 million worth of Bitcoin for users of the illicit website Silk Road, willfully failing to file suspicious activity reports with banking authorities and operating an unlicensed money transmitting business. In December 2014, he was convicted of aiding and abetting the operation of an unlicensed money transmitting business, ordered to forfeit US $950,000 and sentenced to two years in prison. He was imprisoned and served his sentence in a federal penitentiary from March 2015 to June 2016. Schrem has also been fairly neutral in the scaling debate, although his posts on Twitter have been more supportive of the Lightning Network solution. Charlie Lee, the inventor of the Litecoin cryptocurrency, a copy of Bitcoin that has 2.5 minute block times instead of 10 minute block times, is a more vocal supporter of the Lightning Network. He has lost some trust, however, as he sold all his Litecoin at the all-time high during the altcoin rally at the start of 2018 when Litecoin was above $400. It subsequently dropped back down to around $50. While he maintained that he was trying to avoid some conflict of interest, it never became clear what that conflict of interest turned out to be. The most controversial supporter of the Lightning Network is Adam Back, the CEO of Blockstream and the inventor of Hashcash, a proof-of-work system that is an integral component of the Bitcoin protocol. He did not get involved in Bitcoin until about 2013, but has become one of the key leaders of Bitcoin Core, promoting code development and future adoption. Blockstream hires many of the core developers that drive the development of the Bitcoin client software. For this reason, he has been accused of undue influence in the scaling debate by big block supporters who are suspicious of his motivations. Conspiracy theories abound. Next episode of WTF is Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency and blockchain guide for dinner parties. We'll be reading Chapter 7, 
the Ethereum asset revolution and will focus on Bitcoin's closest rival, Ethereum, and its revolutionary utilization of smart contracts that has the potential to upend the modern financial system entirely. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't hesitate to like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with anyone you think will enjoy it. It really helps us reach a much larger audience.